0: Jai Radha Maadha Vakun Jabihah Da-da-da. na va la va
1: Hare Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So thank you all for coming and giving me this opportunity for serving all of you. I'm very grateful to be in your presence because the greatest gift in life is to have the association of elevated people. So many different communities and groups in the world, but the association of devotees, of those that are searching and practicing devotional service, is the most priceless gift of the Lord. So if we have each other, we know absolutely that we have been given the grace, causeless mercy of the Supreme. So thank you for your association. So the theme of today's talk is, who can guess? Who has psychic power? Huh? Giving. Oh, Thanksgiving? Exactly. I swear. That is it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. What's your name? Krista? Krishna. Of course he has psychic powers. His name is Krishna. So yeah, today's theme will be Thanksgiving. I'm not going to get into the negative, you know, connotations of how it all came about and all that but just the principle of being thankful and grateful. As we know, Thanksgiving is a celebration of a harvest season, right? It's being thankful. It's families get together, they have a dinner together, and they give thanks to who? To the Supreme, to the Divine, the cause of all causes, who is giving Everything. We can't even breathe, right? How many of us know how we're breathing? Is it a conscious decision or that our heart's beating? Everything that's going on with our existence, we, in one sense, are unaware of. So this mood of gratitude, this attitude of gratitude, is the natural energy of every living entity but due to different states of forgetfulness we're ingrates right at different different levels if we're not feeling grateful for every breath or every moment to a certain degree we're not seeing the reality of The grace, the graciousness that's in our lives. And uh, my spiritual master, he once told me, don't try to be great, try to be grateful. And I was thinking, wow, that's very profound and deep, you know. Because all of us, you know, to different degrees, we want to be the best we can be as humans, as parents, as friends, as students, or whatever our different roles may be. But the real thing is to, to be grateful. It's a simple uh, attitude, alignment. It's like a child. The parent may work all day long for the money to c- pay for the food, Then they'll go to the store, buy the food. Then they'll cook the food. Then they'll offer it to their child. And the child, out of gratitude or affection and reciprocation of love, takes a little morsel and offers it to the parent. And the parent just melts, right? That's like so touching. They did everything. But just that gesture of reciprocation, of gratitude melts the heart. So that, like it says in the Bible, we're made in the image of God. So what we have on a minute, qualitative level, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, has an unlimited quality. And this quality of wanting to reciprocate love originates in the spiritual world, originates with, with God, and we're all His eternal parts and parcels. Like in Bhagavad Gita, it says, Krishna says, Mame Vamsha Jivaloke Jiva Bhutta Sanatana Prakriti Shtani Karshati That every living entity is my eternal part and parcel. But due to forgetfulness we're struggling with the mind and the senses in this material temporary realm but just a little bit of a introspection and just like that little child just decides oh let me let me offer a bite to my mother to my father so similarly when the soul when each one of us to different degrees decides oh let me Give thanks. Let me give something back. Let me render some service. Then Krishna is touched, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He says also in the Bhagavad Gita that everything emanates from me. All spiritual and material worlds emanate from me. The wise who perfectly know this, they engage in my pure devotional service with all their hearts. So when we understand the the picture that that God is behind, when we see the loving hand of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, Radha Kalachanji, behind every aspect of life, then that desire to want to reciprocate, to give back, is nourished. And we get inspired, right, to think... Of the Lord's pleasure to speak. What do we have at our disposal? Of thinking? What's next, Krishna? What do we have at our disposal as human beings? Or what do we have that we can do? We can think and we can we can act and talk. Basically that's <laughs> That sums it up. I mean there may be a lot of varieties in there, but first it starts with thinking. Right, like what we're doing now. We're we're meditating on ideas. Then what I'm doing, I'm speaking about it. And then we gotta walk the talk, right? We gotta okay, yeah, these are some ideals that I believe in, but now I gotta try to act in harmony in accordance with that. High ideal. So Krishna says, just like last month, how many of us came to the uh, Dhammadarastikam in the evening? Every night for a month, we sang these special prayers to Krishna, and everybody got to offer a candle to the deities. As a very special month, actually when His Holiness Giraj Swami was here, he explained that the demigods, that month of Kartik, it's their Brahma Muhurta. You know, that time for us, the Brahma Muhurta, an hour and 45 minutes or so before the sun rises, is a very powerful time to practice spiritual activities. So, the demigods, their one day, is our one year. They live on a different time frame, obviously. So their Brahma-mohorta, their one and a half hours before the sun comes up, so to speak, in whatever realms they're living on in higher planetary systems, is that whole month. So it's a very powerful spiritual time. So in that prayer that we were singing every night, Krishna says, I am conquered and overwhelmed by pure, loving devotional service. So the supreme cause of all causes, that all unlimited powers and unlimited universes, unlimited knowledge, unlimited love and compassion, unlimited energies, shaktis, and incarnations and expansions, that person whom everything emanates from is revealing his heart. He's saying, I'm conquered and overwhelmed by pure, loving devotional service. And every single one of us has that potential, has that potency to conquer the Supreme through devotion, through gratitude. What is devotion, devotional service? You know, what we practice at the Hare Krishna temples is called bhakti yoga. So what is that devotion? It's just a a gracious attitude. Oh, I've been given so so much let me reciprocate and there's unlimited ways like I was saying we can with our mind even just thinking kind thoughts about Krishna Krishna perceives it it's explained that just like somebody walking past a rose garden can smell the fragrance right or if you walk past a garbage dumpster you perceive the aroma. So Krishna perceives the aroma of our conscious state, our attitude, because he's ne- He's closer than close. Krishna says that I'm seated in everyone's heart as the witness, and from me comes remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. So Krishna, through all of our different in- or, you know, experiences of many lifetimes, Accompanies us and is hungry for our attention, for our devotion, for our service. Krishna is very playful. Like if you look at Radha Kalachanji, what do you think he's he's thinking? Oh man, I gotta pay the rent. Or oh Krishna. Oh Krishna wouldn't say oh Krishna. <laughs> oh God i got a you know i got the a headache no he's smiling, he's playing the flute, and he's calling what is his flute playing what did, when musicians play music, what are they wanting to do? They want others to to dance to sing and dance with them. Musicians have this spirit of you know wanting others to dance and sing, and that is the true or eternal playful nature of the supreme personality of godhead he's not some tyrannical you know grumpy you know boss trying to control no he's joyous and playful and he wants he's in the heart of every every one of us and he wants us to reciprocate love one of his names is rasa raj the king of loving reciprocation rasa Rasa Raj is the king of loving exchanges, the reservoir of all pleasure. And we also want that, because that's our intrinsic, eternal nature. We're Sat-Chit-Ananda. We are eternal, full of knowledge and bliss, and we have an eternal, gracious, loving relationship with the Supreme. And it's not stagnant, just like in sometimes, you know, in material spheres relationships sometimes plateau right whether it's friends or spouses or family members whatever it is sometimes there you know there's a point where like you know i need a break from this person it's not juicy right but but there's a need in every one of us we want that excitement and juice and pleasure in exchanging love And that is the intrinsic nature of every living entity to have with the supreme living entity. And this bhakti yoga, this connection through love and devotion, that's what it means. Yoga means to connect through love and devotion, is just that. It's the awakening of that, or the reawakening of our true nature. And this chanting that is the main activity. We do it on beads, you know, individually and more meditationally and prayerfully, you know, just chanting Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Krishna Hare 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 Dama Hare Dama Ram Ram Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Dama Hare Dama Ram Ram Hare Hare. And then we do it like we just did for the Lord's pleasure, and we're part and parcel for our. Pleasure in Kirtan. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare
0: Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Everyone Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 go jai
1: So this is the nature of the soul is to love and be loved. Bas, <laughs> you know that a lot of that means that's it. That's all that we want to do, and that's all that we want to receive. But a lot of times in our dealings we feel frustrated. Why? Because maybe our focus has shifted, unfortunately. So in spiritual life we're all here to help each other, to inspire each other, to be thankful, to be grateful. And that experience is not limited, although we may be small Conscious living entities, we have a big potential to be grateful. Our, our our attitude of gratitude is not limited, because actually, it's not a material sentiment to be to appreciate. It's like one of our mentors, Vaisheshika Prabhu, he says, "What we appreciate appreciates," and another person says another one of my teachers said that thank you now, thank you Krishna for now as it is how may I use it best in your service so this is the mood of the soul is to want to reciprocate love and specifically when we focus on our prime relationship with the supreme and then all other relationships reflect that then we will feel The expansion of pleasure that we're seeking. So, thank you for your kind attention. Are there any reflections, comments, questions? Yes?
2: Um, um, I was, if you could expand a little bit more on that, what you appreciate, appreciates, with an example or something. I don't know. If there is a way you could, please. Thank you.
1: So it's just like you're married. Are you married? So let's say who cooks in the family? Okay. Can you give him the mic again? So he said his right now his wife is cooking. So I'm just making a practical example, you know. That's always best. Not that I'm trying to be pick on your life, but so if you say thank you to your wife. Yes. That was a delicious meal. I feel very nourished. Great. And she's inspired. Yeah. You're inspired. And then you might want what you appreciate, appreciates. You might even, out of reciprocation, be like, you know what? You're cooking for me so much, I'll cook for you.
2: Yeah.
1: And then she's like, you know, you cooked for me so nicely, I'll cook for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I also wanted to say with Krishna this might be a little esoteric but the loving reciprocation is not static but it's ever increasing Mm. so the soul reciprocates appreciation with Krishna Krishna you gave me so much mercy Krishna you gave me so much satisfaction so much peace so much nice friends whatever it is thank you let me sacrifice let me do this for you Krishna is also a person, the supreme person. Oh, wow, you're doing this for me. I want to give you... So this give and take is the nature of of persons. Yeah. And the soul, spiritually, wants to express that and experience it unlimitedly. Because that's nature of spiritual life it's ever increasing right and and it's not theoretical when you try it practice it yeah. you experience it right so it's it's there on a small level with you know relationships and it's there on the supreme spiritual level with the supreme relationship between every one of us and the super soul or you know so
2: any others would like to say? So, Prabhupada, I want to um, start. I want to be in the game of thanking by thanking you for motivating oh, us to thank this. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.
1: Sure, you. No, 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 no. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. <laughs>
2: uh, I have oh, you're a, not allowed to ask questions. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> not a question, but it's a, okay. just a pastime illustrating the Krishna's grateful nature.
1: Krishna's grateful. He just reminded me. In this book called Nectar of Devotion, there's a chapter called The Qualities of Krishna. One of the chap one of the qualities is Krishna is grateful.
2: Go ahead. So, um, Sudama, Krishna's great friend. He uh, was very poor and his wife was saying, "Why don't you go and talk to your your friend Krishna? He's now living as a king." And, you know, we barely have any even clothes. We're, we're so utterly poor. Right. And so Krishna, the, uh, Sudama, when he wanted to, he wanted to go see his friend, he thought, you can't go see a, a friend you haven't seen in a long time without bringing a gift. But he thought, I don't have anything, so let me go to the neighbor's house. And he went to the neighbor's house and he begged some, uh, chipped rice, which is considered like, I don't know, lays potato chips. It's kind of like, not high class king food you know <laughs> and he went there and he never asked for anything but krishna knew that he brought this thing this loving offering yeah. and so he was so eager to get a bite he had one bite he had two and then the queen stopped him at the third bite yeah. um then they you know he, he received him very well they had the whole exchange but he never, Krishna actually never told Sudama, hey, your financial problems are all solved now. And the, it, the Acharyas describe why Krishna never told Sudama, because Krishna felt embarrassed. He said, Sudama came here and gave more than he had. So how can I reciprocate with that? How can I give more than I have? I'm, I'm kind of not even being a good friend. I can't reciprocate with him the way he's reciprocating with me. And so, like Krishna told the gopis, Napari Aham, I can't repay you. So Krishna has this attitude, you do something small, and he puts a big magnifying glass and says, look how great my devotee is. Mm-hmm. You know, he... you, you he opened the door for a Vaishnada or something. some anyway, such a big Krishna takes it as such a big thing, whatever small thing we do.
1: Jai, thank you. I also wanted to share one pastime of when Krishna was a baby. He was sitting on Mother Yashoda's lap, and there was a fruit vendor. She was calling out fruits, fruits for sale, fruits. and she had heard of Krishna. So she specifically went to Nandagan, you know, Krishna's place. And she was on the outskirts of the village, calling out, Fruits! Fruits for sale! And Krishna hearing, Oh, my! I've seen my parents and the elders, they, they barter. So he, gra- he saw a sack of grains, and he grabbed some grains, and with his little palms he rushed over there, but by the time he got there almost all the grains had slipped out of his hands and he presented his few grains to the fruit vendor and she was so charmed just by seeing Krishna that she wanted to reciprocate and Krishna gave whatever few grains and then she gave whatever he could hold in his hands of fruits and he ran back and gave them to his family and had them and then he had actually... She was so charmed by having Krishna's direct darshan that she just was singing. She Krishna Govinda Hare He nata Actually, she was singing something else, but that was good. <laughs> That's what's nice about devotional service. You make the wrong song, it's still spiritually great. Um... Govinda Damodara Madhaveti
0: Govinda Damodara Madhaveti Govinda Damodara Madhaveti
1: Oh Oh same part Okay same part different different part to the same song Hey Krishna, hey Adava, hey Saketi, Govinda Dhammu Dharamadaveti. So she was just singing Krishna's names, thinking of, I got to see Krishna and give something to Krishna. She was overwhelmed. And then she got to where she was, where she was going, and she looked down. Her basket was filled with precious jewels. And she looked at it, threw it in the river. <laughs> She was so overwhelmed because what she was really given, her heart was filled with praying, with love. And when you have that when, that, when you have that deep, loving reciprocation with Krishna, everything else doesn't matter, you know. So she saw those precious jewels, she threw them in the river. That's what I, I read earlier. So, Hare Krishna, everyone. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, happy chanting, dancing and feasting for eternity. Go Prema Anandi.